Welcome to the Sports Grad Podcast, where we empower you with the answers to your burning questions to accelerate your career into the sports industry. We are your hosts, Melbourne-based sports administrators, Ruben Williams and Ryan Walker. Join us as we share unique and personal examples as well as relatable information and deliver them to you in bite-sized, fluff-free episodes. Want to swipe our signature framework to add awesome experience to your resume? Download our free ebook, Four Steps to Create Outstanding Work Experience in Sport, at sportsgrad.com.au. Now sit back, relax, enjoy the show, and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of our latest episodes released every Tuesday and Thursday. Rubes, today we are going to talk about how you structure your resume. And resumes really are like a first impression when you're applying for a job. It's basically the first thing that a company will see about you. Another first impression is when you are eventually going to meet someone from that company for the first time, which you'll want to make sure that you're looking and feeling fantastic. If you want to make sure you make a great first impression, SportsGrad listeners can head to our link in our show notes to access the Dollar Shave Club starter box for just $15, plus you get $10 off your second delivery, and inside you'll find a range of top-shelf grooming products, perfect for both men and women. So head to our show notes for more details and take advantage of that terrific offer. Hello and welcome to the Sports Grad Podcast. I'm Ryan Walker and with me as always is the devoted Reuben Williams. How are you today, mate? I am fabulous, Ryan. Thank you for that introduction. It's good to be chatting with you as always. Uh, very excited to be on another episode of the Sports Grad Podcast and can't wait to, to share all the little insights that we've got for today's episode. Absolutely. I'm feeling... Uh, high amount of energy today. I'm really excited for this episode. Um, it's a bit, of, just a feel good day. The weather is great outside. It's sunny mm. in Melbourne. We're almost out of lockdown. Uh, I'm feeling great. So um, yeah, I hope you are too, because this is going to be fun. Yes, absolutely. The other, the other exciting thing that's been going on, Ryan, is that we've just announced our sports grad community membership, which is coming in late October. But this week, you would have seen a whole bunch of announcements about that going out. So if you're interested in that, we're launching a beta test on Monday. So there's a link in our show notes where you can go and register for that. And the first 25 people will receive a free copy of our ebook, Roadmap to Jobs in Sport, which is usually available on the website for 19 bucks. But the first 25 people will get that for free. So head to the show notes, register your interest to try out the sports grade community, and you'll go in the running to um, to get that ebook. So do not miss out on that. That is Awesome, mate, and very exciting news for sports grad listeners. And I know we're very excited to bring that to you all as well. So get involved with the sports grad community. Firstly, uh, thank you so much for being involved in the show today and by downloading and getting involved. We, we really appreciate it. Today, we're actually going to be discussing how Ruben structures his resume, uh, which will be a great topic for everyone to, to listen to, uh, for anyone wanting to improve their, their resume structure. So uh, it should be a good one. If you're listening for the first time and thinking, what is this show? Who are these two guys? The Sports Grab podcast is your bite-sized guide to enter the sports industry. I myself am a graduate of Notre Dame, Australia in Perth. Ruben is a graduate of Deakin University in Melbourne. A few years back, we both made the jump into working at Cricket Australia together. And now our aim is to help you do the same in whatever way, shape or form that may be in the sports industry. So, Ruse, without further ado, what have you got got for us uh, in regards to structuring your resume? 
Yeah, plenty, Ryan. Um, it's quite a simple little structure, but there's a few reasons why this is important. Um, I read quite a few resumes from students and other different people who send them in to me to review. And uh, a lot of the common issues with these resumes is that often they're, they're too long or overbearing. They often include a whole lot of irrelevant information that is not specific to the job that they're applying for. And a lot of them are pretty... Um, pretty bland. There's no space to show who that individual is and show bits of their personality. So I want to show you a bit about how I structure my resume so that you can avoid some of these common problems. Awesome, Rubes. All uh, key issues with with resumes. And I know I myself may listen to the to this one after we record and just listen to ourselves talk about it. So <laughs> what, what can we start with? Yeah, for sure. So a solution I've found um, to the outline that I'm about to take you through uh, that has been sex- successful in the past is just a nice few key subheadings that read really nicely down the page. They make sure every line counts and it captures the key information. So how I start is with an opening statement. And what you want to do here is think about what do you want the employer to pay attention to. In this section, you also want to outline why do you do what you do and share some of the key skills uh, with the key results you've been able to produce in the past. So this is a nice little summary that kind of headlines the main information about you that you want to reinforce after the first time someone reads this. Key, I, I think, on your resume because I guess that's, as we mentioned in the intro there, sort of the first impression, you know, making sure that's really concise and up-to-date and what you want people to hear is, is really important. And just on that, making sure every line counts. So on mine, I do not have a subheading that says personal statement. It just says Ruben Williams. Then it's got key information such as mobile, email, LinkedIn, link, and then go straight into the personal statement because pers- if you add the subheading personal statement, that's a line of information that could be going to something that is more helpful. But if I'm reading this, I know it's a personal statement. I don't need someone to put a subheading there that says personal statement. Yeah, t- totally agree. <laughs> So, the next section is just your education. So, that's where I'll just reel it off, keep it really concise to probably two lines per item. So, for myself, I've got Bachelor of Exercise Science slash Business Sport Management. Underneath, it just says Deakin University graduated with uh, distinction. And then there's a couple of other items there in there as well, such as Deakin University Student Association um, Innovative Students Project Fund Award. Uh, which is a grant that I was awarded, and then also a Sport Management Master's American Study Tour, which kind of then has a little blurb about what that involves. So just reel off the key kind of things that you did within your time at university, um, but headline them immediately after your personal statement to kind of get the key background information about you out there first. I think, and looking at your resume, I've got it in front of me now, um, that sort of that first bit is really concise and just to the point about you. Um, so obviously the personal statement there, as you just mentioned, and then the education piece is just sort of bang, bang, bang. It, there's no fluff. It's just purely uni date, and then I guess exactly what you did. Um, there's no point just sort of having like the course and that be it. So I think you've mm. really you've explained really well sort of what you actually did during during that time. Mm. Yep, for sure. The next section is experience, and this is a title that I've taken straight from LinkedIn. So, some people might use work experience or other different things. I think work experience, people assume that you've been paid for uh, that type of work, 
And so you can sometimes do yourself a disservice by including some key voluntary work in the, you know, volunteer work subheading rather than in the experience heading where it probably belongs because they are, you know, useful experiences. So in the experience section, I've got the title of the role, the name of the organization, the date that I was there, all in one line. And that's kind of the key first line. Then directly underneath that is a bit of a blurb about the organization and my role um, within that uh, within that particular department. And then from there, it kind of goes on to lead into the key responsibilities. So for my title, um, for my role of Digital Commercial Specialist at Cricket Australia, that's the first line. Then underneath it will say, Cricket Australia's commercial team is responsible for providing its partners with first-class experiences. As a member of the commercial development team, my responsibilities included, and then I'll dot point three or four key points that are involved in my job. And I'll do that three or four times for the main experiences that I want this particular employer to see. Yeah. And I think being selective on exactly what those are. So, like any role that someone could have done, that like the easy thing I think would be to go back to when you apply for the role and got the exact job description. That's sort of the easy way. Like, go do that if you like. But I think what is sort of more impactful is sort of coming up with your own sort of notes there and actually chatting about what you personally did from your own experiences. Ruse, um, a question around sort of writing your experience in. Um, depending on what the role is you're going for, how how would you sort of order those experiences on the page? Would, would it be sort of timeline specific or would it be more based on relevance to that role? Yeah, uh, definitely on relevance to the role. And so the way you kind of decide that is look at the key skill requirements of the job and how your past experiences relate to that job so on the resume that we're looking at the moment um i've put that together just an example for this um job that i've found on the internet which is um a bit above my pay grade but it's the general manager for commercial and marketing at shooting australia (laughs) anyway so based on that role i know (laughs) executive role within olympic sport (laughs) uh, based on that the order of my experiences uh, are structured like this so i've got Digital Commercial Specialist at Cricket Australia first. Second is founder and podcast host at SportsGrad. Third is uh, president of the Deakin University Sports Society. And then fourth is assistant team liaison officer for the New Zealand women's cricket team at the ICC T20 World Cup. Now, I was involved in the World Cup in March early this year, 2020, and I was president of the Deakin University Sports Society in 2017. But I've got that structured above there because of the nature of the job and the results that we achieved based on the activities I was performing and how they are more relevant to the job um, related to commercial and marketing compared to an operations type role that was um, that I was involved in at the World Cup. Yeah, I think the other thing with that is you don't want to like someone reading your resume doesn't want to get the key information after they've read the whole page. Like they just want to see it straight away. Like why make them read? Mm all the way down to get a key bit of information. So have it at the top. If that's your, if that's your beacon of light of your career, put it at the top mm. there if it's relevant because why make them white? Yeah, 100%. And like like that response, that role as president of Deakin University Sports Society, um, we achieved some results that were quite notable and I would want to talk about it and want people to see. So I've got them in that experience section rather than my voluntary work section, which is down the bottom. Yeah, nice. I, I like that. 
What's next? So after I've got experience, I've then got interests. And this is where you've got the opportunity to put your personality on paper and show some of the things that you do outside of hours um, that highlight the kind of person that you are. You're not just a worker. You're you know a full human being who's got other interests. And people want to see those interests um, because they, you know, well-rounded individuals make good employees. So put that onto paper because that's going to help you um, with your job applications. For myself, I've got sport and travel and listed a whole bunch of different festivals and um, sporting events that I've attended. I've got fitness um, and detailed how, you know, recently when I moved to Lawn, I, I bought a bike to ride along the Great Ocean Road every single day. So there, there's, like, there's a talking point. Um, and then video and audio production and talk about how, um, the Sports Grade podcast came to be over a period of three years between, you know, creating videos and now in podcast format. Yeah, nice. And we've spoken a couple of times over the last few episodes around having your interest in your resume. So I know that's something that I think is almost key now on a resume. Whereas, you know, when I, I reckon when I first wrote my resume, that wasn't really part of my thinking. So, um, and again, comes back to the point of, Someone's going to hire you because they really are interested in you as a person, uh, as well as your skills. So, um, yeah, key to key to include that as well. One hundred percent. So then, after interest, that's when I've got voluntary work, and this should really just be kind of dot pointing different voluntary activities you've done. These are not going to win you the job, but they are going to create another uh, talking point to show that you are a well-rounded human who's doing things outside of just work experience related things. So for myself, I volunteer at an organisation called Lord Summers Camp and Powerhouse. I volunteer at my local football club and my local cricket club. Um, and another interesting one, which kind of relates to sport and travel in my interest section, I spent nine days volunteering at the World University Beach Volleyball Championships in Munich as part of a, a three-month uh, trip around the world. So I've, I've got that in there as well. That's a really niche volunteering opportunity, I must say. <laughs> I, that's a, I mean, I know a lot about you, but I, that's the first I've heard about your beach volleyball volunteering experience. So that's a good one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I've just kept in contact with some of the right people from university sport, and they they hooked me up. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, and last but not least. Yeah, so finally is references. Now I've come across a lot of resumes, and you'll get to the references section and it'll say it'll have one sentence that says referees available upon request now i would highly advise against that because anybody can put that in but when you put down somebody's name their organization their title and their contact details doesn't matter if nobody contacts them but you've at least validated the experiences that you've put in your resume so i would include two to three references Try and format them so they're in one single line so it reads cleanly across the page and doesn't take up too much more space um, and pull these from your top two or three experiences that you've got outlined previously on your resume. Totally agree with that. I um, I just had a, a mate of mine send his resume to me today actually just, you know, just for some feedback and um, he had sort of referees available upon request and that was probably the first thing I saw. There's absolutely no issue with just putting your, your references on your resume. It doesn't, it doesn't mm. affect anything. So get them on there straight away. It shows you're organized um, and you're ready to go. 100%. So that, that's basically it. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's something I've used in the past. It's um, led me to have some successful applications. Um, it's simple. It reads cleanly. Um, and I highly recommend anyone who's kind of 
looking to update their resume to um to go ahead and follow that format. Awesome, mate. Some really good info there for sports grad listeners, uh, mainly around sort of ordering that experience. I think that's really important. And then obviously talking about your interests and, and voluntary work as well. And obviously take that references bit of advice on board as well. Uh, but some really good stuff there. Thank you very much for sharing. A quick reminder also to visit our show notes to register your interest in our SportsGrad community membership. There's going to be plenty of premium content available to help you get a job in sport. So please head there today. Thank you very much for listening. A reminder to also please hit subscribe if you haven't already to not miss out on any episodes coming up and drop us a review and a rating that really does mean so much and helps us put together the great show for you. See you later. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the SportsGrad podcast. If you need help with your sports career, head to sportsgrad.com.au and download our free ebook today. And if you've enjoyed the episode, please give us a tag on socials at SportsGrad. 